the 55th Super Bowl is this weekend. 55! And a game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. And DraftKings, the official da daily fantasy sports partner of Super Bowl 55, has up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. How's that for big winnings? Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code THPN now and enter the $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, the starting lineup for your Blue Notes podcast. Tom Franklin and the man called Wags. Hello and welcome to Blue Notes. I am one half of your Blue Notes team, Tom Franklin, joined by my teammates, the man called Wags. And we are your home for St. Louis Blues coverage on the Hockey Podcast Network. And that includes expert analysis, whether it's at Enterprise Center. When you're fighting for spots for the playoffs, one or two points could make the difference. And we'll be looking back at games like tonight here at Enterprise Center as lost opportunities. Or at home. Penalties, that was a big, big piece. You know, you're wearing down some of your best players because they're out on the, the ice for so many penalty kill opportunities. Just a complete breakdown. Blues first round pick, Jake Neighbors. Brayden Chan texted me and then uh, the head coach, Craig Berube, reached out as well and um, Ryan O'Reilly as well. And then um, the next day on day two of the draft, uh, Tarasenko FaceTimed me. So uh, that was pretty cool. So. <laughs> and we're the only hockey podcast in the Hockey Podcast Network to have a Hawaiian hockey correspondent. The Hawaii Blues fan, Guy Bensing. In true Dan Kelly fashion, Dan Kelly says, F you, Keaton. I know who's the starting pitcher for game four of the World Series. You damn well know who the starting goalie is for game four of the NHL season. And then walked away. And we have a musician, too. Not only is he responsible for this fat beat you're listening to right now, but he has also performed absolute works of art. And it seems to me you played the game with a candle to your ear Never wanting to leave the ice when the pain set in So check out Blue Notes wherever you get your podcast from. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. I'm Tom Franklin reminding you to not be a chump Listen to Blue Notes and always play to the whistle. A reminder that you can follow Blue Notes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blue Notes Pod. I'm the voice of the blues, Tom Calhoun. I was walking through the halls of a Minnesota rink when along came a wild fan who started talking smack to me. He said, I bet you never liked the blues until they won a cup. And so I calmly turned to him and said, hey man, listen up. I admit it's pretty great to win Lord Stanley's prize, but listen, 
I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Heartbreak's all I knew, man. That team from old St. Lou, man. Got a cup in here, 52, man. Give me a let's go blues. I know Jackman, Johnson, Eastwood, Backman, Wait, Walt, Hanzoos, Nastrick, Jansen, Boys, Young, Jammer, King, Salvador, Korea, Brewer, Low, Pollock, Finley, Turk, Sanya, Buganecki, Jay McKee, McDonald, Mellon, Vichayana, Kavanaugh, Mason, Manny, Stillman, Stephanie, Yak, McClement. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Heartbreak's all I knew, man. That team from old St. Lou, man. Got a cup in year 52, man. So give me a let's go blue. <laughs> The starting lineup for your Blue Notes podcast. Tom Franklin and the man called Wags. Thank you, Tom Calhoun, and hello and welcome to Blue Notes, located in the best city on the Mississippi, the best in the Midwest. We've got that Stanley Cup power, too sweet to be sour. And if you're still clueless, we are talking about St. Louis. This is your home for St. Louis Blues coverage on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Jersey Jesus, a.k.a. Tom Franklin. I am joined by my friend, uh, my uh, intro to Hockey Jersey's partner, the man called Wags. And Wags, get ready for an education today because we've got the Jersey Finder coming on the show today for a very special episode of Blue Notes. I'm very, very excited. I'm I'm, I'm really just kind of going to sit back and absorb everything because I'm a newbie when it comes to collecting jerseys or even really just buying jerseys. And I know this is your territory. I mean, Jersey yeah. Jesus for a reason. I'm looking <laughs> to become a Jersey disciple and start my collection. So I'm very, very interested for this conversation. All right, Wags the Baptist it is then. Um, but yeah, by the way, I say Jersey Jesus, not to be blasphemous or anything like that. That was a moniker bestowed on me by uh, Mason Dixon of the Habs Nightly Podcast in our own personal Slack, because I always talk about hockey jerseys. Everyone that knows me knows I have a, a large hockey jersey collection. I have over 110 jerseys. And when I get a couple deliveries this week, I will have completed a 31 for 31 collection with at least two for each team. That is how nuts I am about hockey jerseys. And I'm so glad we're going to have the Jersey finder on if for nothing else wags, but to have someone that understands this obsession of mine. And at the same time also educates uh, listeners and viewers like you, you know, watching and listening right now who may not know, you know, the process of buying a hockey Jersey who may only think NHL shop is, or the team store is the only place to get a legit Jersey and those of you who think Chinese knockoff jerseys are an actual legit option, stop it. Stop it. You're you're funding, you're literally funding funding terrorism when you buy Chinese jerseys. Is, is, do you want that on your conscience just so you can get save a few bucks on a jersey? Come on, people. No, not at all. And you know, I'm one of those people that, yeah, I, I want to be 100 percent sure what I'm getting is legit, authentic, and of good quality. So my go-to source for the few jerseys that I have bought has been stuff like NHL.com and NHL shop where you're not, you know, you're not really sure if you're getting the best value, but I'm not, I'm not one that's going to be able to go to eBay or some of these other sites and really have that eye for telling what's good and what a good deal is. So I'm really looking forward to figuring out the process and how I can become a better, more thrifty Jersey shopper. And there are ways to do that, and uh, the Jersey Finder will explain all that in our conversation coming up here. By the way, 
If you're looking for actual St. Louis Blues content, uh, we're going to hold off on that just because we want this. This is a special interview and we want to do something special for you and just, uh, you know, maybe the Blues lost uh, Tuesday against the Coyotes and we want to take our mind off things a little bit. That's quite possible. If there's any breaking news, I'll edit it into the show at that point where I paused. Uh, if there isn't anything there, then there just wasn't anything really you know, worth to talk about. And then we'll see you again on Sunday and Monday uh, for our next episode. Um, but in the meantime, without further ado, let's get into it. So you want to buy a hockey jersey. We have got the one, the only, the jersey finder to join us here this week on Blue Notes. It's the Blue Notes face-off of the week. And that beautiful NHL 94 music means it is time for our Blue Notes face-off of the week. And it's a special one this week. As I mentioned, we are talking about these hockey jerseys. Uh, For the record, I am repping my Jordan Bennington, customized by Leap Sports here in St. Louis with the Stanley Cup champion patch. Uh, Wags has his uh, uh, clown jersey uh, with the uh, Robert Thomas customized on his and uh, we, of course, are joined by a man that knows these jerseys and so many jerseys all too well. He is known as the Jersey Finder. Some people even call him David. How's it going, David? Tom Wags, thank you for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I wanted to really kind of pick your brain here because of us two, you know, I'm the I'm a real, I guess, savant for hockey jerseys. You know, it just it started as a hobby for me. Just to, you know, like, you know, people collect stamps and baseball cards. I thought, well, I'll collect hockey jerseys because why not? And I just I love hockey jerseys. I love the art. I love the fact that each jersey kind of tells a bit of a history, um, you know, with them, no matter what team, you know, you're buying for. And so that's how I got into, you know, the hockey jersey collecting craze, if you will. Um, what what how what got you into hockey jerseys? Uh, what what got you into uh, be, uh, becoming the jersey finder? Like you said, the art and history has has always, always fascinated me. Um, I got into collecting in uh, the summer of 2016 during the Reebok Adidas changeover. Yep. Um, I had been, I went into the NHL store with a good buddy of mine, Drake LaFada, and we saw everything, everything being cleared out. And we, we started getting deals for ourselves. We, we got a couple, we had no idea like how good of the deals we were getting on Indo edge jerseys, on premieres, on everything. And I wish to this day, we had gone in a couple of days or earlier and just fully raided that store. Um, but we saw all of these incredible, incredible deals popping up on eBay. And I wear a size small Jersey. He mm-hmm. wears a size extra large Jersey. And I was finding deals for sizes Everywhere in between, mediums, larges, 2XLs, 3XLs, that would sit for days, weeks on end. And I thought to myself, is no one posting these? Is no <laughs> one broadcasting these out to the world? Is is no one letting the community take advantage of these deals? And on a, a very cold uh, January afternoon in my junior year of, of college, I started up this random Twitter account. Uh, with the goal, with kind of the altruistic goal of posting these jerseys out for everyone. And it has been an absolute, absolute wild ride from there. 
Yeah, and I, your story sounds similar to mine in that I started collecting jerseys around 2017, so it was kind of on the tail end of the, of the switchover. The switchover had happened, but there was still yep. a lot of premieres out there. And I think Retro to Heritage on eBay stopped oh you know, most of my closet you know, during those months. I mean, because they had all sorts of premieres. And that's what I started out with mostly is premieres. Because um, I, I, I like the quality of them, and they were really affordable. Um, I, for a replica, I, I, I rate premieres pretty well. They just The only issue is that they get kind of dusty and dirty. You know, they're kind of dust magnets. Um, so you have to kind of really make sure you, you know, keep on top of keeping them clean. Um, but at the time, I, you know, was pretty ignorant to buying jerseys. And when I started buying jerseys, I only had um, Gretzky, you know, right up here. And then I had a coho uh, Keith Kachuk from, you know, the mid-2000s from the Blues. And so I remember walking into, I was living in Fort Wayne at the time. I walked into the Comets team store of the ECHL team and got a CCM uh, Spaceman jersey. It's, it's orange. It's you know, one of my favorite jerseys that I have. And, I, and it just kind of snowballed from there. It's like, man, these, these jerseys are cool. I want to collect them. And they're so cheap now. They're so available. But yeah. yet I, I felt like I was missing out on deals just because I didn't know where to look. And so I could have used your services back then <laughs> to help fill 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 my um, fill my uh, li- uh my closet drawer, especially because we've kind of it feels like after that switchover we've kind of fallen into a bit of a dark time for buying hockey jerseys because Fanatics owns everything. Oh. If you if you could just play like the Evil Empire theme from Star Wars oh, right about God. now. It, it would be so appropriate. I have gone on rant after rant after rant of this monolith, this just in hmm, trying to find yeah. the correct words to describe my, my you can feelings swear. towards this, towards this entity. You can swear on this podcast. Oh, I can't. Oh, There's I can't. no restrictions. Oh, that changes, oh, that changes things entirely. Oh, Drop my. the bombs. Go oh, ahead. It is, it is a nightmare dealing with a company that so blatantly charges an incredible retail markup for what is essentially a sweatshirt. Not what even is, a sweatshirt. It not doesn't even. keep you warm. It doesn't no, keep you warm. No. Thin as hell. Everything peels off. The quality control is non-existent. It is so infuriating to see how Adidas and Fanatics have taken what was such a, an integral product to, to hockey jersey fans everywhere and... I like to say it's it's own, with the reverse retro drops, it's it's kind of been streetwearified with with the artificial scarcity, and and what you've seen on eBay with the the immediate six hundred dollar reverse retro jerseys that had they not had that sort of demand would have wound up at Ross stores for six dollars. So it's. <laughs> so yeah. frustrating to me and and part of the reason i had started the account in the first place was that i was a broke college student and i couldn't go out and afford those retail jersey prices and i wanted to help other kids my age find quality authentic jersey deals at those reason reasonable prices i had been and it's it's something that i'm not proud to share but something that's a part of my collecting history is that I had purchased a fake jersey on eBay and worn it for a year and a half, not knowing. This was well, well before I got into it, and I stumbled into our hockey jerseys, and I started realizing the imp- importance of wearing legitimate jerseys and what it means to to not support those illegitimate business practices overseas and keep things local and yeah. find those incredible deals. Um, 
and and it kind of snowballed from there. And I didn't want other people because I saw so many college kids just take this attitude of it's a twenty dollar jersey. I can go drink in it. It, it so it's fake. Whatever. Yeah, it is, and and they are total trash. I mean, for so us collectors, for us collectors, whenever we go to Blues games, we it, we, we can spot the fakes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. easily, and it's so blatant. And it's like, dude, this guy's a cheap ass. You know, you I mean, walk you through just the concourse. Tell. You yeah, walk it, through the concourse, and it's like fake, fake, fake. Yeah, maybe real fake, fake, fake. It's so it's so disappointing. But to see. but it, but I feel we have the fake jersey industry that we do because people feel like. They can't afford a jersey when they go on NHLShop.com and see that, you know, you know, their jersey with a player is going to be like 200 bucks plus um, or a Fanatics if you want to get the cheaper route. You know, as you said, the retail markup on those are just ridiculous, like 150 bucks new for a for a Fanatics. I mean, I have some Fanatics in my closet. OK, I have over 110 jerseys. Mm-hmm. And when I get a couple deliveries this week, I will have two jerseys for each nhl team minimum um humble brag um (laughs) but um i i will admit i have some fanatics in my closet the only reason i have them though is because i got them at a severe markdown like they were they were traded players like i i made sure because as a blues fan i got a tory krug boston bruins after he was traded and i got that from dicks for like i think 35 bucks uh same same thing with Braden holtby same thing and then um nhl shop had these really cheap taylor hall devil's jerseys i remember um, you might have gotten that one for me honestly i think because I, I posted that huge huge uh huge huge fanatics yes, blowout I, in fact, I commented that i think yeah you tipped me off on that you yeah. tipped me off on that and then now and i initially got the fanatics and then i was like wait a second i can i can get an adidas for about the same price now so i ended up punting the fanatics uh, the fanatics over to my friend bayou penders uh, who's in the <laughs> hockey podcast network uh and I mean, I, I gave him, I cut him a deal, but still, you know, and then I used that fund to get the, uh, the Adidas version. So, um, we, we, we've already covered a lot of ground. We're talking, we'll talk a little bit more about Chinese, you know, fakes a little bit later on here. Um, but I, I also should note that among the, the deliveries I'm getting, in fact, it should be coming any moment now, as I'm recording this, I'll be getting a blue Quebec Joe Sackick ccm jersey uh today from you or i don't think it's from you i think it's from one of your partners actually but it's from the jerseyfinder.com correct that's something of a grail for me because it completes the holy trinity of quebec colorado great centers with my white quebec forsberg and my reverse retro nate mckinnon uh so do you ever like you know when knowing how the uh adidas and fanatics has taken over the jersey world and knowing how they've artificially inflated the prices of jerseys. Do you ever get kind of a warm and fuzzy feeling when you're able to find someone's holy grail like that? All the time, Tom. You have no idea how much joy it brings me. Um, When I see people posting the TJF mail day, uh, it is (laughs) the satisfaction of knowing that some people have spent years and years and years hunting for jerseys and to stumble upon one of my posts and just be able to buy it at a deal (laughs) is so satisfying for me to to know that it's collections to know that it's childhoods to know that it's it's everything in between being fulfilled by my by my effort is so so incredibly satisfying and i've had personal messages photos you name it of people thanking me. It has been a wonderful, wonderful experience seeing those. 
Yeah, one thing I always tell people looking to buy hockey jerseys is never buy at retail because you can always no. find a deal somewhere and you're going to get probably ripped off on retail. One recent exception to that, while we're talking about childhood memories and warm and fuzzy feelings, I went ahead and splurged for a Vancouver Canucks Pavel Burry jersey uh, with the skate logo. Mm -hmm. And it had and it had the 1994 Stanley Cup final patch on it. And I got it from Hockey Authentic and I paid, you know, their retail price. And I realized, you know, I was a little hesitant to do that. But then I got the jersey and just like my childhood was I was holding my childhood in my hands. You know, and I also got a Yager that week as well from uh, White Pittsburgh jersey as well. And that's like this is like I played Pittsburgh on NHL 94. That was my go to team. And it's because of Lemieux and Yager were just so killer on that game. And it's just, yeah, I, I'm kind of on a vintage kick right now just because I love the fact that I could still kind of go back to my childhood and, you know, have the jerseys of these former stars of yore. I, I think it's I think it's a great thing. Yeah, for sure. I am. And, and sellers like Hockey Authentic are incredible, incredible resources yes. for buyers to go to. If you're looking to get kind of that true quality, um, but pay pay a little bit closer to retail guys like hockey authentic guys like ben h sports yes are, my dealer oh they're incredible <laughs> incredible to go to if you're not looking to spend the time to to hunt on ebay over the course of mo weeks months years those are guys that i would absolutely put a stamp on to say go source your jerseys from there if you can and i got i've gotten jerseys customized from hockey authentic uh, cool hockey, mm -hmm. um, ice jerseys, rest in peace. Oh, um, man. Forums. You know, I will say if you're looking to get uh, just my personal recommendation, you can echo or uh, uh, counter. But my recommendation, if you're looking to like get a jersey that's customized, I think really hockey authentic might be your best bet because, you know, they they they, they, they do fair pricing for, you know, for for their retail jerseys. Yeah. But their customization work, I think, edges out cool hockey. What do you think? I would agree on that. I think um, I, I would say if you're going for a tier list in customization, um, I'd say a third would be cool hockey just because I've seen too many times on the hockey jersey subreddit there can be some sloppy mistakes that they make with customization. There was just a post, I think, with a, a reverse retro Matthews jersey that was just completely, completely wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of garnered just an interesting reputation on the subreddit. Hockey Authentic is absolutely a great source. And then I think the the GOAT when it comes to customization is going to be exclusive pro sports. Bingo! Um, it, that they are so, so good. And their stand their experience within the industry speaks for themselves. Yeah, I, I went through exclusive pro a couple of times. And for one, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium with them. And <laughs> it's also going to take a little while. But the quality is freaking phenomenal like i have I've, I've had a couple jerseys done for them i had a pittsburgh miroslav shatan made by mm -hmm. them because i want a jersey that says satan on it lol <laughs> um and then i I'm, I'm very careful to wear that one in public by the way um it's, yeah it's so funny you bring that up i have a shatan of shatan buffalo jersey that i've worn once um because <laughs> i wore it out i wore it out for um we have what's called fest season at ohio university and i wore it out and I had people screaming Satan at me across the street. And then I, I was it. like, 
I'm just gonna put this one in the closet until I go to Buffalo. What? I, I, <laughs> I will. I will wear that. I don't do like the dress up for Halloween thing anymore, but I will wear that for Halloween. That's like yeah. the only time I really feel safe safe wearing that jersey. The other jersey I had done through them. Um, this is kind of, this is kind of a funny jersey story. So I was in search for a Nashville mustard cat jersey, which was um, the uh, really like you know ugly yellow jersey they had with like the predator that was like on meth basically oh yeah and yeah it, it it is one of those you know jerseys that you know collectors like to get and you can pay a little bit of a premium for those if you find them i found one that was in a goalie cut and it, the the back of the jersey it was a number 76 and the guy had his own name put on it he uh his name was wicker and sure. and and so he had it on sale on ebay for 45 bucks and it was just sitting there, and it was sitting there, and I was it was sitting there. The reason it was sitting there is because for some stupid reason, he signed his own name on one of the numbers. <laughs> what? Yeah, he he actually it, it was like apparently it was some sort of inside joke, you know, among, among him and his friends, I guess. But uh, what he ended up doing was knocking off some serious value on that jersey. Well, I bought it because you know, when in Rome, and. Um, I had it sent to Exclusive Pro, and I said, hey, I, you know, see if you can strip these numbers off, the names off, and I'll make it into a Tomas Focun. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, the, the, heat, uh, the, uh, the heat press on it was so bad that the only possible number I can get for it was another 76 because okay. there, there was such staining on it so bad. So now I have a P.K. Subban mustard cat jersey. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, is not a jersey foul because he Instagrammed a photo of himself wearing a Subban mustard cat. So I a got co-ho, a coho Subban mustard cat. You serious? Yes. Oh I, my I, god! I'm serious? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it's 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 one of my it's it, it's I love that jersey just because of the story that it has behind it. Really, I'm not even a Nashville fan. In fact, I hate Nashville. <laughs> but you know, respect where it's due. You know, it's it, it's it's a it's a neat jersey. Um, so one final question before we kind of get into, you know, how we, you know, what you should be looking for when you buy a Jersey, what was your first hockey Jersey? Like I mentioned before we started here, mine was the Wayne Gretzky from when he was a blue. And then he left like a month, like a week or two after I got it customized, of course. Um, so I've always kind of cherished that Jersey. What was your first Jersey? Uh, my first Jersey is a Mike Richter white lady Liberty jersey white um, lady liberty that i had gotten when i went to the garden probably for the second time or so i have been like a born born and raised new york rangers fan like madison square garden is a second home to me at this point um grandparents have been season ticket holders for give or take 45 plus years now at this point um so it is it is kind of a huge huge part of my family so i wore that uh, Richter jersey for as long, long as I possibly could. Sure. The entire the entire shoulders are just full of signatures. Still <laughs> have it, and it's so funny you bring that up. That I I got a white Lady Liberty blank jersey in a Secret Ooh. Santa that's now an adult size. So I will be sending that to Exclusive Pro Sports to go full circle wow. and bring it back, so I can I can say. So I can sit back in those same seats of the garden, uh, having started out in that white Liberty jersey and continuing to wear that white Liberty jersey. 
that's why I love hockey jerseys, Wags. I mean, the, the, the stories and the histories behind them. It's like collecting art. And then mm-hmm. you look at that art and inter- and try to interpret, you know, what it means. And, you know, you feel the history of the jerseys. Stories like that I love. Uh, Wags, what was your first jersey? Uh, it's actually this uh, Coho one right behind me, this Blues one. Uh, it was a birthday present back when I was uh, in my mid-teens. Didn't have a lot of money growing up. So just like you guys, okay. hockey jerseys just weren't something we were able to get. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's my first one. That's why it's hanging behind me. I- I've got some signatures on it as well. Uh, no one... No one of like super big notes. I think like Christian Backman's on there. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the, <laughs> the name drop of the day, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my first one. I like, like you said, th- this is like my jersey collection right behind me. I don't have as many as you, Tom. Uh, and I'm, it's fun just listening to you guys geek out over this because I'm a Star Wars fan, so I geek out over Star Wars, so I get it. Uh, but for me, it's you know I want to get into this kind of collecting things, uh, and I want to be like you guys. So what's What's the first rule that you have for buying a hockey jersey for someone like me who doesn't really know the process of it? Um, I would say your your best bet if you're playing it safe is to go through a trusted seller. If you wanna if you wanna go full, full safe, like we mentioned, go through a hockey authentic, go through a Ben H Sports, try Dick's if it's on sale, if it's yes. on sale, because their customization is factory customization which means that it's not like a true, true stitching. That's why you see it on sale. So often I'll get into the whole Adidas quality control later down the line. Um, But when you're going through eBay, there are a whole bunch of telltale signs that you can be aware of. When it comes to the listing itself, uh, first of all, check the item location. If it's shipping from China, uh, don't buy the jersey. If it's shipping from just USA in all caps with no city location. Uh, don't buy the jersey. If it is way, way too good to be true and has only stock images and then an Adidas jersey selling at $40 uh, with free shipping, it is going to be too good to be true. Uh, when it comes to the actual jersey itself, uh, key indicators when you're looking at an Adidas jersey, you want to look at what's called drop stitching on the actual Adidas logo itself. When you're looking at a real Adidas jersey, there are no individual bits of thread in between the letters themselves on an Adidas jersey. Wags, if you turn your jersey around, you can see that it is a complete full clean stitch that is one of the key indicators if the nhl shield looks like it's been pinned the tail on the donkey on on your collar then it is not an authentic jersey if you are trying to purchase a reverse retro jersey that has the quote-unquote adidas button on it it is immediately a fake jersey that is something that Adidas introduced for the first year of production and then got rid of after and fake sellers have not caught up yet that they're not on the jerseys anymore. Um, anything post, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, post 2019 that does not that's that does not say arrow ready on the inside neck uh, is going to be a fake jersey. So something like the um, something like the brand new Dallas jerseys, if it doesn't say arrow ready on the inside, is not going to be an authentic jersey. I'm trying to think of of anything else. Uh, bubbly crest, bubbly numbers. Yes, that is telltale. The telltale. If 
it looks, I, and, and I will say Adidas is venturing into that <laughs> territory with their own quality control. Yeah. Um, but if it looks like it's been ran through a dryer, it's not authentic for sure. Um, the other thing that you can do is honestly, if you're having doubts, just Google the Google the jersey itself and then the player and compare it to what they wore on ice. If it seems like there's noticeable differences, no go. Yeah, I recently got an Adidas uh, 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 Anaheim Ducks jersey that was the, it wasn't like the full eggplant, but it was like the tribute, you know, where it had like the purple on the sleeve, but yeah. it was all black. Yes. And I couldn't help but notice when I got, when I saw the crest for that, how bubbly it looked. In fact, I think someone on your Discord um, actually uh, no, I got a jersey like that, or at least found one and noticed how bubbly it was. And yeah. it turns out it's legit, but it's just, where's the quality control? It's just super disappointing to see how far uh, the standard of quality has fallen from when you compare CCM and Coho replicas to what we're getting today. And I think I've discussed it with with PV jerseys, uh, Nolan Dwyer, how we we're kind of speculating how there might be a lost generation of hockey jersey collectors post yeah. this one because yeah. the Adidas jerseys are not going to stand the test of time because it is so challenging to find ones that are used that have factory customization that are not wrinkly as all hell. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a problem. And and by the way, you mentioned the, you know, the Adidas and the stitching and the stitching on the back, you know, the one of my first jerseys I got was a Vegas Golden Knights uh James Neal and I got it from eBay. Mm-hmm. It it looked to my not knowing any better, it looked fine to me. I mean, the crest looked fine, the numbering looked fine. But when I got it, the Adidas logo looked like it was just, you know, there was all there was stitching everywhere for one. And then the other thing that I noticed about it is when I looked inside and looked uh, behind the crest, there was cardboard you yeah. know, or, or like a cardboard material to keep the crest in place. And I'm like, wait a second. The hockey jerseys don't have cardboard, you know, you know, crest on in the cardboard. What is this? Yeah, no, it's it's super disappointing to see how far it's fallen with with that lack of quality control. Well, and Tom, you said you got the eBay jersey. Uh, if you do go that eBay route, what are some tips for people to make sure they don't get scammed into buying either a bad or fake jersey? I mean, you've, you've seen the visual things, but are there other clues that you can garner to, to not get taken on eBay? Um, if it is exclusively stock photos, message the seller and have them send photos to you. That is that is the best suggestion that I can make. Um Oftentimes, and and I'll say this with my own experience, I saw, I purchased a uh, Washington Capitals re- reverse retro jersey that I had a strong, strong suspicion was going to be fake um, because he had posted kind of one singular grainy photo and I messaged him um, asking if it was truly authentic. He couldn't give me back the photos. Uh, I wound up purchasing it. I get it in. It's fake. He asks, I ask for a refund. I get the refund. He asks me to send it back. I don't. He asks me why. I say, because I'm not letting you sell this again for for more, because that's exactly what he was doing <laughs> with more jerseys on his page. So that one went in the kindling. Um, but but that's my best suggestion is just trying to be vigilant and make sure that you can verify what you're getting is as close as possible. The other thing that I would recommend, and let me make sure that I have uh, the link correct, is legitcheck.thedjocker.net. 
Um, now Liberty Bell jerseys, Matt Goldman, um, who is the head of the R Hockey Jersey subreddit, has maintained an incredible, incredible resource where you can go step by step. Uh, and given the conditions of the jersey that you're looking at, can like flowchart your way through the legit check process. That is an incredible tool for newcomers to the hobby to to make sure that what they're purchasing is authentic. Uh, that's really, really good to know because, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to get into this. Uh, now we've seen, uh, let's just say, some very interesting jerseys out on Twitter, jersey files and stuff. A lot of them have come from China. Uh, what? Explain why buying Chinese knockoffs is a terrible, terrible idea. I mean, your money essentially goes to some shady sources for one, right? Yeah, it is. It is a matter of just kind of getting being taken by money that's flowing into organized crime, money that's flowing into dark, dark sources. Um, you're preventing money from flowing into the league. You're preventing money from flowing into the players association. It is just a real, real disappointment to see that just because individuals want a slightly lower price, uh, they will, will go that route. It is there. There have been a whole bunch of documentaries and exposés about where the money is going. Uh, that it's just it's just so so not worth it to go that route. Yeah, absolutely. And that's you know I, I remember watching a uh, a hockey guy disclaimer about that. He's a big jersey collector, and uh, he was mentioning that a lot of your money you know goes to those shady sources, and you never truly know where it goes. And it's just like you know not only do you get shamed for wearing an obvious knockoff you know at Blues games. But uh, you also probably just funded terror as well. So congratulations on that. Um, so we, we, we've talked a lot about the different types of jerseys. We mentioned the Adidas and the uh, Fanatics a lot. But of course, um, when you're you know buying jerseys throughout the decades, you know you could be running into a CCM, a Coho. We mentioned that a couple of times. Like Gretzky is a starter, for instance. There's Pro Player, which we can talk about just by itself. Uh, Reebok, Adidas, Fanatics. So what is of all the jersey makers and the brands and the types of jerseys, what is your favorite uh, jersey uh, maker of all time? Personal favorite, just based on fit, based on size, because I wear a 46, um, is a Reebok Indo Edge. Okay. And I know that's going to be an interesting take, but I have always been a fan of how the Reebok jerseys fit. Um, I... Oh, I am a huge fan of rock, rocking Reebok premieres. And then the I like to compare the Indo edges as a perfect, perfect Goldilocks for me because you've got the you've got a quality fight strap, you've got a little bit higher quality material and stitching than your Reebok Premier. But when you wear the Reebok Edge 2.0s in a 46, the arms are huge. Uh if you're not wearing them for uh if you're not wearing them for on ice purposes. And that's kind of the the happy medium, honestly. Yeah, and I, I have a couple of those. In fact, actually, one of them is a, a Ryan O'Reilly Buffalo Sabres jersey that I bought from a disgruntled Sabres fan after he was traded to St. Louis. It was off the hockey jersey subreddit, and I got a good deal on it because he was disgruntled, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one thing I've noticed about those jerseys, and this is kind of key for me because I'm a bigger guy, I usually wear a size 60 um, or a 58, for instance. If it's like a game-worn or a team-issued, I can do those, no problem. 
Um, I've noticed with the Indo edges, you know, I mean, like Adidas gets a lot of flack because they're kind of slimming, you know, like like this is an Adidas and it's a little snug. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed the Indo edges, while they're, they're great quality, the, the numbering is great, the stitching is great, the crest is great. I find they fit a bit snug. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you found that? Personally, and I think this is where we differ, Tom, is that you kind of like the boxier cut of jerseys. Yes. I'm a little bit more of like the the not form fitting, but not <laughs> huge ninety, not the huge huge ninety styles of jersey, and and I think that's why I like the Reebok style so much is Fair. that they slimmed it down from the CCM to Coho, and I'm a little bit of a smaller guy. Um, I don't really have the 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 arms to to fill out a giant CCM jersey or anything like that, and I don't I don't usually like my my clothes too baggy. Regardless, that's sure. why I'm a, a personal fan of the Indo Edge. Sure, that that's fair. That's fair, and 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 thankfully with these Adidas, I mean, even though this is a size sixty, the sleeves on them come to like the perfect point, so mm-hmm. it so it, it does work. And I've I've I wasn't a big fan of the Adidas when I was starting collecting just because of the the way they fit. Uh, but they've kind of grown on me, and you know, I think they're for an authentic. I I, I kind of put them as tier wise somewhere between a premier and an and an Indo Edge, you know, yeah. in, in terms of quality. Like it's not bad quality at all. Uh, the numberings, you know, and is usually fine on them. The the, the crests are fine on them. Uh, even like the NHL logo is silver versus if you get a Fanatics, it's kind yeah, of a you know flat. kind of flat gray blah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, so we we've been talking a lot about authentics and replicas. Um, Say someone's looking to get a jersey and they, they have their choice of an authentic or a replica. Explain some of the differences between the two. You want to talk about a huge, huge difference in the quality of fabric, in the quality of stitching, in the attention to detail on specific parts of the jersey. It is a different weight. It is a different consistency. It truly, in certain ones, it makes you, it gives you almost that feel of you're wearing something, the the knowledge that you're wearing something that could be worn by a player on ice. And it's a really, really cool feeling. Um, Even when it comes to like wearing a a premier versus an on ice authentic to, to like stick and puck or something like that. You've, I've seen fanatics jerseys, Adidas authentics jerseys tear. uh, Yeah. When, when guys are playing because they just can't hold it. And they're made for, fan replica they're made for wearing to to a game these on ice authentic jerseys can stand the test they they kick ass seriously they are incredible incredible quality yeah and and that's and i definitely concur with you on that i remember uh when the hockey guy on youtube got his first vegas jerseys that was his first fanatics jersey that he got and he did a comparison when he got an authentic Vegas jersey. And like one thing he noticed was like the crest, for instance, like on the Adidas was layered, you know, whereas, you know, on mm-hmm. the uh, on the uh, Fanatics, it was just like one single, you know, flat layer. The weird crest with the Fanatics that you can fold and bend and it doesn't really ever do anything. Which, by the way, if you ever get an authentic jersey, by the way, or a jersey that you truly care about, don't just throw it in the wash on fast spin and then, you know, throw it in the dryer afterwards. No, 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 never. Yeah. And, and I learned that the hard way with a couple jerseys. Unfortunately, you always turn them inside out. And if you have to wash them, you know, wash them on a, on a slow cycle, uh, permanent press and then air dry them. Yep. You yeah, never. That's, that's how you destroy crests. 
that's how you destroy the jerseys that you care about. Exactly what you're saying, Tom. And that's also how you, you know, get some numbers starting to peel as well. I have a, a friend of mine that has a Jay Bowmeister Blues jersey where the uh, like the name bar and the numbers mm-hmm. on the name bar are starting to fall off. And he's like, well, I just throw them in the wash and dryer all the time. He's like, no, oh, Tim, That's you why. don't do that. That's why, because you're not doing it right. Tim, no. I've, I've said that to him a couple of times and it's about various things. Tim, no. Um, but anyway, uh, so we, we've talked a lot about fanatics. And, you know, first of all, I will say. Uh, we we kind of talked about a, one reason you could get a Fanatics, and that is if it's severely marked down. You know, if you can get you get one for like 40, 50 bucks tops, mm-hmm. they're not bad. They're not no. bad at that price. And I think there's situations, and for me, sometimes there's situations where like St. Louis gets really hot and muggy. You know, maybe I don't want a heavy jersey to wear. You know, maybe I'll throw on the Fanatics, which is lighter and tends to breathe a little better. Like I imagine Fanatics probably sells very well in Vegas. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're going to a Golden Knights game in April or May and it's 100 degrees outside, maybe the Adidas Authentic is not the best idea for that no. kind of a day. No, definitely not. But, you know, in your opinion, I mean, we're not saying don't 100% avoid Fanatics, but maybe at a severe discount and yes. with, 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 the, with the knowledge that you're getting an inferior product, but, you know, maybe it's more practical to your needs. It's, it's not the worst thing in the world. Buy with buy with discretion. Buy when there's a markdown. Buy when the jersey is less than give or take fifty five bucks at an absolute most. Um, but <laughs> I yeah. would it, it, it depends. Like if you want to if you want to really stretch for something, I know that it, it can be challenging to to find certain kind of like depth players on on like on adidas authentic jerseys if you can find it on a fanatics there's nothing wrong with with splurging if that's your choice i would absolutely strongly advise against going for them at the full retail markup now we and now let's talk about adidas the the authentic you know option for jerseys <laughs> nowadays and we, we you kind of touched on it a little bit how they they are not standing up to the test of time very well no uh, where where would you rank them in terms of authentic jerseys of all time like i have them below coho and reebok personally they've kind of grown on me over the years a little bit but i acknowledge at the same time they are not very durable quick two second quick two second point because it, okay. it kind of it kind of ties into this. Um, I respect the hell out of, but so despise what Adidas has done to con the NHL consumer into believing that an Adidas authentic jersey is on ice authentic by nope. utilizing that word authentic. It is so nowhere near the quality of the made in Canada jerseys that it's yep. ridiculous. If you want to charge that sort of price for for closer to a made in Canada jersey, what the what the retail price is on an Adidas Authentic, I can understand that. But the fact that Adidas and I'm putting it, I know I'm off camera, but I'm putting it in air quotes. Authentic jerseys are going to Ross and selling for twenty dollars is indicative of the true quality. What these authentic jerseys are actually like so i I was yeah i was gonna say i haven't been able to find any of those jerseys here at the ross stores here in st louis but i live in a pretty densely urban area wags you may have to make a run to ross for me sometime in the next week or so because i've been wanting to find these mythical 20 dollar uh eddie zero jerseys 
you'll see I, him I, pop I, up. I'm on yeah. Yeah, they're uh yeah, they're 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 interesting to say the least. And and and, and yeah, it's it's the whole what they're doing to the market just just absolutely sucks. Um, you know, talking about favorite jerseys of all time earlier, um, you know, my current favorite line of replicas that you know, I, I know when I talked to you earlier, I said pro player hands down. Mm-hmm. I have them in a tie with the CCM vintage hockey line just for that nostalgia factor and the fact that the CCMs kind of feel like a hockey should. Uh, jersey should like even the vintage line even though it's more polyester uh it still has a, a jersey like a true hockey jersey look and feel for me and then like the ccms that they you know from like the early 2000s you know and mm-hmm. when they were actually the replica at the time i think they're very good quality uh pro players are always you know going to be right up there with me and for those who don't know pro players you know pro player was around for a very short time like you may remember Pro Players Stadium, you know where the where the Marlins used to play in Miami. Well, that went away pretty quickly, and that's because Pro Player was fruit of the loom, and that was their attempt to make hockey jerseys and actually really jerseys for all sports. Their hockey jerseys, their replicas, are the best. You know what? I, I like the CCM vintage jersey lines, but if you're talking about pure quality. So pro good. players, pro players for replicas. You cannot beat a pro player. It's a thick material. Yep. It, you could wear that as a sweatshirt. It's it's that thick. But but the but the numbering, the crest, uh, everything is. I would probably put it on par or better than an Adidas Authentic now. Undoubtedly, I think if I had to to describe pro pro player jerseys in one word, it's just comfy. Yes. They're so, so nice. And it and is they're, a they're satisfying massive. feeling. Yeah, they're massive. It is a satisfying feeling when you have a pro player jersey on. Seriously. Absolutely. And as I said, I wear kind of I wear a size 60, which is like a 3X slash 4X. Mm-hmm. I can wear a pro player 2X, and the thing is like hanging off of me. That's yeah. that's how big a pro player is. So one of my favorite things to do, you know, besides finding vintage jerseys, is I like just going on eBay and searching pro player hockey jersey and just seeing that good of a quality of jersey. And you know, I can wear multiple sizes of it too, which is which which is kind of neat. Um, so, but one thing we, we touched on is CCMs. I was going to bring this up as well because. You know, you, you got all this knowledge from listening to us and researching hockey jerseys yourself. You go on eBay, you search for a CCM jersey, and you find either the vintage line or you find the CCM, I think, 500s or 550s, mm-hmm. um, the ones from the early 2000s. Not all CCMs are alike. Can you explain the differences? It comes down to their construction. It comes down to the length of the body. It comes down to the length of the actual sleeves itself. Um, I would say that your best source for identifying the differences between the uh, different years are going to be one of two things is the incredible amount of information within hockey jersey forums. Um, guys like LAK, LAK84, um, who is just like a prolific user, has done an incredible job detailing the differences between the styles. And then the, let me make sure I got the author's name correct, Crystal Lorm, who has published the history of the hockey jersey uh, from I'm 1983. So good. PV Jerseys bought it for me as a birthday gift, and it's one of the best birthday gifts I've ever gotten. It has stayed on my desk for every, like every single day since. It is a great book to look through just to, for the pictures, 
And just for the wealth, wealth of information that it offers, Chris published a masterpiece with this book. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely on my list. That and the uh, George LaRock uh, biography. I need to get that oh, yeah. into my, my collection as well. He, uh, By the way, this is like the 22nd anniversary that they were recording this that he fought Tony Twist. You know, <laughs> and, and actually LaRock, I actually got the best of Twist, which is very rare to say because Twist beat the shit out of everyone back in his day. But I digress. I digress. Um, one, another reason I like the CCM Vintage line, uh, at least the ones that I've encountered, they're made in Canada. Yes, they are made in Canada, which means you're getting the good shit. If it, if it says made in Canada, it's quality. It's good. You mentioned the Adidas. You know, you know, yeah. if you buy an if you buy an uh, Adidas Indo, they call them, you know, they're made in Indonesia. They're not the on ice quality, but a made in Canada. Mm-hmm. That is what the players wear. But they're kind of hard to find, aren't they? Very, very hard to find. Adidas has kind of created this interesting I'm trying to interesting position in the market where hardcore collectors really, really want the made in Canada jerseys, but they are not available unless you're purchasing game worn ones. So for someone who wears a size like 46 Adidas, I will never be able to purchase a made in Canada Adidas 46 because no NHL player is that small. Nope. So I've seen the lowest I've seen it go is a 52. And even then, like, there's no shot I could fit in that. So it's a real, real bummer for for hardcore fans who want that true, true quality versus your casual consumer who is more than willing to to drop $250 for little Timmy. And here in 2021, really, your only options for getting made in Canada are either A, you know, someone selling one or B, an equipment sale. Or May Gray. Um, Or May Gray, Yes. Or May Gray. And, and that's your only option, which is a real, real disappointment, because if you're not like with the equipment sales, if you're not a part of the season ticket holders that like get a chance to get everything first and then it all gets scooped up and then sold on the secondary market, you're going to miss out on the really, really great stuff. So it's it's just a real disappointing situation for for hardcore collectors. Well, and and it's but one if there's one small byproduct of this, and I think you can relate here, is that the scarcity or the artificial scarcity of Adidas and Fanatics right now has kind of made it so that hunting for these jerseys is like you, you're on the hunt. You're you're like you're you know, I come from a family of thrift store shoppers and back alley dumpster divers, mm-hmm. you know. So you're really crawling nook and cranny to find these grails and. For me, it's, you know, when I when I do these eBay deep dives or if I check, you know, Ben H Sports or, you know, check Sports K or Hockey Authentic, for me, part of the thrill of collecting jerseys is the thrill of the hunt. And yeah. I, I suspect that's the reason why you're into it as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's why I was at my peak spending hours and hours and hours a day in the middle of classes at every waking moment looking for, for jerseys for not only myself, but but for the rest of the community. Well, I know you got to take off here in a little bit, uh, but first things first, a uh, big reason we have you on today is because, you know, you don't just have your Twitter account now, which you can plug that as well. You don't just have a Discord, which is a very helpful source of information that I've discovered in the last week or so. Um, you have a new website for selling your jerseys. Tell us about it. 
Correct. So it's been something that I've been kicking the tires on for about a year or so now. And I wish I had started it a year or so when the market was in a little bit of a better situation. Uh, but right now it's a combination of my inventory. It's a combination of GTAC 13 jerseys inventory, PV jerseys inventory, and then B Lego 52 jer- inventory, who is uh, colloquially known as Shithawks jerseys. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of here. questions about that from my family. Um, they were like, was, was that a typo on your slate? And I was like, nope. And nope, that's his name. Uh, his money is green. He is Shithawks jerseys. So he, uh, all of us have kind of come t- together to, to provide a little bit more of a streamlined experience for buyers looking to check out. We would all run individual sale days, but it would be an absolute hassle trying to get through direct messages. I wanted to try and create a platform for all of us, myself included, to to have like a centralized location for all of our jerseys, kind of a repository for people to go back on. Once the sale posts were done, they would just kind of sit. And now you've got a place where you can really, really go back to and look for them. I spent a lot, a lot of time trying to flesh out the website from... Uh, a navigation standpoint so that every single way that you can filter a jersey is available to go through, whether that's by team, whether that's by brand, by price, by era, by a customized collection, Um, like your NHL, like I made a a collection for the NHL 100, agitators, goons, and enforcers, uh, special event jerseys, just kind of a a hockey jersey collector's uh, dream to just go through and see all of this possible inventory 100% authentic 100% of the time to avoid all of those fakes that are coming in from a platform like eBay that's encouraging those because they just want to take the money on an affiliate basis. And sorting by size is how I found GTAC's Joe Sackick jersey, which mm-hmm. I think might be arriving as we speak down the stairs. So Incredible. I'll get that here in just a little bit. Um, but I want to thank you for coming on, uh, Jersey Finder. Uh, real quick, if anyone wants to uh, find you on social media, uh, where uh, where can they find you? Yeah, so it's on Twitter at, at the Jersey Finder, on Instagram at, at the Jersey Finder, uh, and then the jerseyfinder.com. All right, Wags, are you ready to buy, buy some hockey jerseys? I'm ready to go bankrupt. <laughs> All right, let's let's do it. This guy got a promotion, by the way, uh, this week. So you know he's got some money to burn. So you you can you can you can spend it on worse places than the Jersey Finder. Trust Definitely, me. trust me. Uh, so I've been trying to get him hooked up with Ben H Sports, by the way, as well. He's my dealer, you know, yeah. for jerseys. You know, and he, he, we we say Ben H Sports a lot just because not only does he always sell good quality, but they're cheap. You know, yep. they're 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 marked down. I, don't, I think I don't think he sells them quite at cost. But it's mm-hmm. close. It's close. Yeah, it's very, close. very close. God bless him. So, alrighty, Jersey Finder, thanks a lot for being on the show. And I want to thank you for listening and watching because without you, there is no me, there is no WAGS, and there is no Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Tom Franklin reminding you to not be a chump and always play to the whistle. A reminder that you can follow Blue Notes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blue Notes Pod. I'm the voice of the blues, Tom Calhoun. Jeremy Boyer, play us out.
You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.